Ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also this time, please put away all carry-on items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. Hello Culturama listeners and welcome to this exciting extra special episode of Culturama with Diva where simplicity is the best thing. This program is brought to you by Innocentum Entertainment, LTD, and Accessible Technology Solutions. If you need instrumentals, recording, mixing, or mastering, maybe a music video, photo shoot, or graphic designing, need bouncy castles, face painting, popcorn, cotton candy, or characters for the kids, want to do online or offline promotion, maybe both. Let's print your t-shirts and everything else. Here at Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, we got you covered. Reach us on FB and Instagram at Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD, YouTube at Inner Sanctum Entertainment, and Twitter at iSanctum Studios. Or call us at 1-866-338-4123. That's 1-866-338-4123. Hello, my name is Kingsley Boyd. Happy Women's Day to all the ladies in Jamaica and around the world. May you have a God-blessed day and enjoy to the max. Hi, my name is Aaron George, CEO of Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, sponsor of Culturama with Diva. I would like to take this opportunity to wish all women a happy International Women's Day. Hello, this is Uriel Gomez from Spain, wishing all the women here a very, very, very happy International Women's Day. And yes, keep strong and and healthy and please be safe, everyone. This special episode is called International Women's Day. And I salute all the ladies here in this Zoom room in Jamaica, the Caribbean, and the world as well. So I have some awesome beautiful ladies with me. I have Miss Feather Shell Author, who's somewhere in the room. I have Miss Amy Bovaird, Miss Renee Reed Mister, Miss Shelley Mache, hope I pronounced it correctly, forgive me. Miss Udali Wickham Ashmead. Anybody else? Oh, Senorita Ada Lopez and Miss Kenya Nicholas. Hello, ladies, welcome back. So in this first segment, I'll ask each lady to introduce herself. You know, tell the audience more about you. Who wants to jump first? Uh, I'll jump in. I am Shelly Mache. I help women to get unstuck, to discover their God-given purpose, and to really pursue their dreams in confidence. I am a life purpose coach, and I really am um, my fellow woman's cheerleader. I love to be able to see her succeed. And if I can help her through my speaking, through my courses, through my books, through my friendship, then I feel as though I have done my job. 
Hi, I'm Renee Rentmeester. I'm creator and executive producer of the Cooking Without Looking TV show and podcast. Um, we're the only show which features people who are blind or visually impaired. And um, we like to say that we're changing the way we see blindness. Um, we focus on the abilities of people who are blind or visually impaired. I've got two books of poetry. And um, I, just, I just love seeing people grow and be happy with what they can do. Hi, I'm Amy Bovaird. I'm from Northwest Pennsylvania. For most of my life, I've been an international teacher teaching English as a second language. So I'm here to support international women. I'm also an author who has written about overcoming loss, whether it's sight loss, hearing loss, or the loss of a family member. I just want people to be able to feel, to be empowered, to move forward and to grow stronger and overcome their losses with their strengths that they have. Yeah, so I am a supporter of and a team player, <laughs> working with lots of different people and groups. I'm Ada Lopez. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm a blind lady. I'm a prayer intercessor and encouraging person. Um, I have worked and working in ministry, and I just love to encourage people. I love to listen to people talk and just try to help out as much as I can. Thank you for having me here. Hi, I'm Yudali Wickham Ashby from the sunny island of Barbados in the Caribbean. And I appreciate the opportunity to have this conversation and to share with others. I am a trained and practicing social worker with the government of Barbados where I work in a poverty reduction program. So I work directly with families who are living in poverty or experiencing poverty. So I feel really honored and blessed to help persons rekindle that sense of hope and focus on finding their purpose and living a really meaningful and useful life. My name is Kenya Nicholas. I'm a spiritual children's book series author. Um, I work to stimulate kids to be empowered to be the best they can be, um, operating in the spirit of excellence. I also uh, stimulate parent-child communication and relationships. And all of my books stimulate journaling. Uh, it's kind of a Kind of a sneak introduction to journaling for kids. Um, sometimes we always think kids have no worries at all. They have no job, no bills. So what are you worried about? What are you stressed about? But there's a lot of things that kids go through. And I just want to tap into uh, their little world and let them know they have a platform. Um, we also host workshops for the kids. Uh, I know everything is virtual right now. And um, it's, it's just been a really good experience uh, just helping the kids in general. So thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Um, my name is Feathershell. I'm a children's book author. Um, I have started a series about immortal children who 
rescue animals around the world riding dolphins. Um, and I am releasing today uh, a picture book about my daughter's journey battling cancer. And it's written from her brother's point of view. I'm hoping to help siblings of children with terminal illnesses to cope with some of their emotions and to know that they're not alone. Mm. That's nice. All right. So thank you, ladies, for introducing yourselves. Now, this is the second segment where I will throw three to four questions to the panel and, you know, who wants to jump in first and answer? Let me just say the theme for this year is the strength of a woman. And I have found some great questions. So my first question to you ladies is, da, 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 da. if you have one day, one week, a month to live, what will be your final words? If you have one day, one week, one month to live, what will be your final words? Who wanna jump in on that first? This is Kenya, uh, Kenya Nicholas. Um, I would say, the graveyard is full of ideas that never made it. So live your life to the fullest and fulfill all of your dreams while you're alive. <laughs> this is Ada Lopez. I would just say, no matter what you're going through, if you get lemons, you can make lemonade. So just encourage yourself and go forth and conquer. Hi, this is Renee Rentmeister. I would say have no fear. This is Amy Bovard, and I would say surround yourself with those that you love and be there for them. This is Shelly Mache, and I guess what I would say is love, love until the end, because that's mm -hmm. what's gonna, gonna last the longest. Yeah. This is Yudali Wickham Ashby, and I would say love yourself, love others, and truly celebrate life by just being adventurous and doing what you truly want to do. As Kenya said, let your dreams come to reality by purposefully working out goals. Hmm. This is Feather Show, and I would say I would want to make sure that all of my loved ones know that I love them and to live every day like it's your last, always reaching for your dreams. Beautiful. Now, the second question to you ladies is, what's one thing that has happened to you and it has allowed you to be a stronger person? What's one thing that has happened to you in your life and as a result of that, it made you be a stronger person. What's one thing that has happened to you in your life? And as a result of that, it has made you be a stronger person. This is Kenya Nicholas again. Um, I think becoming a parent um, makes you be a stronger person because you realize life isn't about you. It's, it's about other people and it's about helping other people and getting your fulfillment through helping other people is, is very rewarding um and we all need each other so i think uh, that's how i would answer that question 
This is Shelly Mache, and I think the one thing that has made me stronger, as ironic as it may seem, and I can't really put it on one thing because it's a compilation of life, and that thing would be not getting the thing that I thought that I wanted. And I say that that's made me stronger because it's made me have to look at the desire, why I had that desire, if it really was something good, um, was it needed? what type of person I would have been. So it, it's given me a self-reflection. So I've learned to become stronger, to push harder, not to give up, to reevaluate. All of those things have been taught to me when I haven't received things that I thought I really wanted or needed. Hi, this is Renee. Um, basically, I, I think the thing that made me stronger was to realize that I had to um, leave my relationship, my husband, and just move forward if I wanted to have the life that I wanted to lead. And, and so then I had no one to fall back on except for myself. And I became very strong and I did things that I thought that I could never do before and thought of things that I never thought I could think of. Um, it was, it was liberating and it, it just, Made be, be me be me. This is Ada Lopez. Um, mine would be a combination of blindness and like the young lady said about being divorced, but I had two children that I had raised by myself and it was tough and it was hard, but I had to wake up every day and just do what I had to do to get over that day. And one every day was like one day at a time and I just thank God for helping me with that. Now they're grown 18 and 21 and they're awesome and they encourage me and they have great jobs and going to college and everything as well. This is Amy. What really has made me stronger is pursuing my, my goals in spite of my vision loss. When I first found out that I had it. I didn't know what it was going to look like or be, be feel like or ha how it was going to happen. And I continued to teach overseas and I adapted and I, I lived out those adventures and loving culture and experiencing things that I wouldn't have if I had just waited to go to lose my vision. So I feel that has really made me strong and uh, surrounding myself with people who believe in me and who see my enthusiasm. And so that makes me able to, um, to give back now that I've used my, learned how to use a white cane and I can in turn encourage other people who are facing that to, to, and trying to show them that it's okay. They can pursue their dreams. feather shell and I think that facing all of life's challenges every challenge that I face makes me stronger um and also being told no that I can't do something that, just does, <laughs> that does something to me that makes me want to prove that person wrong so hi this is Yudali and what I would say is when I first got involved with the disability movement, you know, because of my vision impairment and experiencing the discrimination towards me as an individual with a disability made me become very much stronger 
because I wanted to show persons and prove to them that I am worthy and I do have a purpose to fulfill and their discriminatory practices would not stop me from living out my dream and my purpose. And my final question to you before our guest speaker. Ladies, do you easily accept compliments? Do you hate compliments? Talk to me. <laughs> this is Ada Lopez. I love him. I <laughs> just accept him and I have no problem with them. But I give him back also too. This is Shelly Mache and I used to have such a hard time accepting compliments because I always thought there was an ulterior motive behind it. You know, what? what's the reason why? And that was because I had my own self-identity issues that I was dealing with. And so for someone else to say something to me, I'm like, well, why, what, what, what do you want? So um, I've grown into the person that, or, and still growing into the person that I believe God has called me to be. And because of that, now I am able to accept compliments and I can accept them and feel empowered and dish them right back out again. This is Yudali and I readily accept compliments. I feel very um, sweet about it. Mm-hmm. And I also give compliments as well because I believe that in complimenting individuals, whether it's a man, woman, a child that it helps to encourage them and helps to build confidence in them because you're giving an honest opinion of how you view or see that individual and what they're doing or attempting to do or how they look you know so I do give compliments and I do readily accept them as well I try to do it very graciously Hi, this is Renee, and um, I used, like someone earlier said, I used to have a hard time with compliments, not because I thought there was an ulterior motive, I just, I'm from Wisconsin, we're kind of humble up there, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I like a compliment, but I don't like dwell too long, I, I just say thank you, and I accept them, but I love complimenting people, I like complimenting strangers, like if you go to the grocery store, and you see somebody in a really pretty dress or, or you see a man that, you know, maybe he he looks like, I don't know, he just he just looks nice. I will always happily compliment someone. And I love to see the smile on their face. And this is Kenya Nicholas. I'm pretty much the same way as the other ladies. I used to get compliments and then I would say, oh, they'll say, you know, I like your dress. I'm like, this old dress. <laughs> you know but now i'll just say thank you and i'll give them a compliment as well um and i'm always complimenting people you know before they compliment me as you know of something that i see um that's worthy of a compliment or sometimes just to make someone's day so i think it's important that we embrace it um and and also reciprocate This is Feather Shell. I give a lot of compliments, but I'm still uncomfortable receiving <laughs> receiving them, and I argue with people usually. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, this is Amy, 
And I really love compliments because, and especially after I changed careers and became an author, because I felt like a part of me was lost when I、uh, stopped teaching until I realized that God was helping me to teach, but in a different way. And so when I、uh, first started getting compliments when I started speaking, that it I felt like it was re、um, I, I was building up my confidence again, and so it just got me started again to、um, move forward and to and also as others have said to embrace who I am and that I haven't lost the original part of myself. And 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 I also love to compliment other people because I feel like we all need encouragement, and everyone has something wonderful about them. This program is brought to you by Innocentum Entertainment Ltd. and Accessible Technology Solutions. Hello, my name is Saddam Ahmed, and I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprises. At Accessible Technology Solutions, we offer highly customized training for all your adaptive technology needs, whether it be JAWS for Windows for someone who's recently gone blind, whether it's learning your Mac, or harnessing the amazing potential of your iPhone using adaptive technology like VoiceOver. For more information, please visit us on the website www.accessibletechnologysolutions.com. I'm Sedam underscore Ahmed Eleven on Twitter, at Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprise on Facebook, or email us sadam at sadamahmed.com. Accessible Technology Solutions, your problems, our solutions. Good day to you, believers. You know the word still declares that a virtuous woman, who can find, and even in a world as tumultuous as this world we're living in today, yet and still, I recognize and I believe wholeheartedly that there are women out there who still believe in being full of virtue. Uh, being full of honor,、um, who love their Lord with all their heart, their mind, their soul, their strength, and they still love their neighbor as they love themselves. And so, it's with great pleasure, it's with great pride, that I say Happy International Women's Day to all you virtuous women, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you, and give you peace. My name is Pastor Joseph Truth McGowan from the Vineyard True Vine Ministries. God bless you and take care. My name is Jazzy Smith from the beautiful island of Saint Lucia. Would like to wish every single woman around the world happy Women's Day, especially. From my beautiful island of Saint Lucia. Michael Hansen here, wishing you all a happy International Women's Day. Today we celebrate the love, warmth, and gentleness that you radiate. Wishing you all a blessed and pleasant day. Yeah. I'm 
And now our beautiful guest speaker, Mrs. Shelly Mache, will ask her bonus question. Go ahead, Shelly. Yes. Again, I am a certified life purpose coach, and I believe that we as women, we should be able to live beyond our titles. And so, ladies, I wanted to ask you this afternoon, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to live beyond just your title or titles, I should say? This is Diva. I'll go first. Uh, for me, well, where do I start? Uh, it means just be yourself, be you, you know, don't get ahead of yourself. Just keep it moving, keep it pushing, you know, don't allow for obstacles to get in your way. Don't allow for people to hinder you. Um, be the best you can be. Um, no one can change that, you know, despite you, you may have some negative criticisms, but just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Find something that motivates you or find someone that who motivates you. You know, you have to be, we call it self-motivated. How about have that high selfish because the next person's gonna look at you and be motivated by you. So yeah, that's it for me. Good stuff. Hi, this is Renee. Um, basically, I don't like titles. Once I left the corporate world at CBS, I don't like titles, but everyone asks for your title, so you have to tell them. But titles can be somewhat um, like a fence. People think that that's the only thing you do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so I just I just do what I do and um and and forget about the title. Just do what you do and do what you have to do and what you need to do and what you want to do and and just let that title float out. The people who don't know you will care about your title. The people who know you Yeah, this is Amy, and I agree with that. You know, titles can be limiting or they can be empowering, but they're they're not. They're I think they're they're uh, they only go so far. So you have to uh, you have to just look to your faith and stretch yourself and embrace who you are and others without all of the unfettered, without being fettered by those kinds of things. Because as people have said, they're they are transient. You know. This is Feather Shell. Um, I try to be as well-rounded as possible, so I don't really fit under any one title anyhow. <laughs> so maybe um, trying to go beyond your title is to just, you know, strive to be the best you can be in, in every aspect of your life. This is just awesome. And the next voice you will hear is the beautiful Miss Shelley Mache, speaking on the topic of the purpose of your smile. Am I correct, Shelley? Yes, yes. yes. Now, yes. I'm at the edge of my seat. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm at the <laughs> edge of my seat. So, and so am I. Miss yeah. Mache. Take it away, Shelley. Yes, thank you so much. It is really an honor to to be here. I am excited. Again, as I've said before, I am a certified life purpose coach. Um, I am an author, a speaker. I have over 15 years of experience coaching and positioning women, not just for success 
in the world because success in the world, it, it leads, it moves, it's up, it's down. But just about your personal success, who are you? Who are you beyond those titles? Who are you beyond the title of mom? Who are you beyond the title of wife, of friend, of daughter? I had to look back at myself and I had to answer that question and find out who am I? And I ended up trying to answer this question when I found myself in the mirror one day bawling, boo-hoo crying because I had decided to leave my corporate job in entertainment. I worked at Warner Brothers Studio. I had worked there for several years. I was a single mother at that time and I had gotten married um, actually, at this time, I had moved over to Disney, but I had gotten married in between this time. And I wanted to be able to be home with my with my children. I had spent so many years working. I had been working since a teenager. And when my oldest daughter was born, I went back to work when she was one. And so um, I went back to work in the entertainment industry. And with that, after I met my husband, got married um, my, and got ready to have my second daughter, I said, you know, I really don't want to be out in that field again. I want to be able to capture the moments. Anybody ever feel like that? Anybody a parent here and they ever felt like, you know, when you work, it's hard to capture moments. It's hard enough to capture moments when you're not working outside the home. And so I felt like, wow. I want to capture these moments. They're only going to be here a short amount of time. And I want to be able to, to be there for my children. And so I decided, you know, after we went over our budget and everything to see if we could do this, I decided I wanted to be home with my children. So I made the decision to leave my corporate job. I wasn't sure how long I was going to be gone, but um, I knew that I wanted to be there for, for my daughter until she went to school. Um, and she went to school around three, I believe. But anyway... I ended up being in the mirror and after having this great job and making great money and um, doing everything on my own and, and paying all of my bills, having a wonderful place to live. I did all of these things before I even got married. And so what I found when I had left my job, one day I woke up and I was looking in the mirror and I was boo-hoo crying. And the reason I was boo-hoo crying is because I didn't know that woman in the mirror. I didn't understand. I didn't know what her purpose was. I didn't know why she was here. I didn't know who I was beyond being so-and-so's mother. I was so-and-so's wife. I used to work at such and such company where I had plenty of accolades. I used to do this. Well, I know I'm so-and-so's daughter, but who is the woman looking back at me in the mirror? What does she enjoy? What is her purpose in life? Does she even like herself? And you know what I found, ladies? I found out that I still had residue on me from a relationship that had happened many years before that was an abusive relationship. It was verbally abusive. And I still had all of those words, those thoughts, those memories. They were still sticking on me and I did not realize it. I still had the thoughts and the memories of growing up and dealing with colorism. I still had all of these thoughts and things that were going on dealing with abandonment. I was raised by a single mother. My biological father was in and out. My mother married when I was close to a teenager. So I had a wonderful man come, uh, come into my life, but I was already settled. And I felt like, oh, I don't need anything extra. All of this residue, things that I have been able to mask because I was hiding behind my titles. Mm. So I was able to mask all of these things. How many things are you masking because you're hiding behind a title? 
because you don't know your real purpose, because you don't understand who you are, who you've been created to be, or the woman that God has already designed. I didn't know her. And as I sat there boo-hoo crying, I didn't know if I was crying because I didn't really understand that woman or if I was crying because I couldn't find anything at that moment that I liked about that woman. I was a kind person. I was a loving person. I was a giving person. Yeah, all of that. But all of the words from that abusive relationship came back to me. You're not, I mean, who are you now? If you're not this big person who's in this entertainment company, nobody wants you. What, what are you now? There's nothing special about you. And I cried because there was nothing special about me. So I decided I'm going to stay in this mirror until I can find something that I like about myself physically. Because I have been torn down so many times. And so I boohoo cried some more (laughs) because I couldn't find anything. But then as I began to look and see all of my different features and stare at myself, I began to have a slight smile. I began to look and go, wow, you really do have a pretty smile. You really can light up the room just by saying hello to someone. And when I began to go through that, I I began to break down my purpose and what the purpose of Shelly was. And I found that purpose, guys, in my smile. Smile is an acronym though, but these are the things that I went through in order for me to find out who I was beyond the titles that I was living. If I were to lose every title that I have today, if I were to get divorced today, if God forbid, you know, something happened to my to my kids or once my children leave, you know, my home, if I never had another job again, I know who I am because there's purpose in my smile. And what is that smile you ask? What is that acronym? I had to learn how to speak life into myself because guess what, ladies, there's no way around it. Words have power. What you choose to infiltrate yourself with and the type of words that you choose to pour into yourself, they become powerful in your life. What are you telling yourself? What do you speak about yourself? We move in the direction that we speak. So if you're constantly telling yourself that you'll never be, that you'll never do, that no one will ever like, you move in that direction. What are you telling yourself? I had to stop telling myself certain things. I had to retrain my mind. I had to Mm -hmm. begin to believe the woman that God said that I was. I had to look in that mirror and until I could really believe in who I was, I had to tell myself every day, girl, you got some pretty teeth. Oh, them teeth is pretty. Your smile look good. And I had to constantly tell myself that I had to grab onto some life words so that the death words wouldn't take over. What do you speak to yourself? What do you allow other people to speak into you? See, there's purpose in your smile. There's purpose in your life. There's purpose in how you talk to yourself because how you talk to yourself will determine if you ever live out your purpose. What are you saying to yourself? How do you talk to yourself? 
Life is going to throw us some curveballs, but you're going to have to learn how to take them, throw them back and speak life into you. And then I had to learn how to make time for self-care. I had to learn how to listen to my body. My mind had been drained. My emotions had been drained and I didn't know it. I hadn't allowed myself to mourn, to mourn the person that that man had tried to take away because I had locked it all away somewhere. There were triggers in me that I didn't know were there because I had never made time for self-care. And let me tell you something, ladies, self-care is not always about polishing your toes. Self-care is about getting to the root of who you are so that you be- can become a better person. Yeah. And so for me, my self-care was breaking down the onion so that I could plant a flower and I could begin to see the beauty in my petals. Self-care changes with the season of life that you're in. So at that moment, my self-care had to be speaking life into myself. My self-care had to be finding out new revelations about me. My self-care had to be touching the wound. My self-care was crying because I was shedding the things that I hadn't allowed to be shed for many, many years because they had been masked away. We've got to learn how to make time for self-care, to give back to ourselves, to replenish ourselves. Mm -hmm. Life is filled with hardships. Life is filled with disappointments. And that's why it's essential to love on you. How do you love you? How do you give to you? How do you let you know that you're important? See, we have to stop walking around thinking that everybody else is more important than we are. Mm. Part of our being able to give to others is to first be able to give to you. When you're on a plane and they do go through all the emergency things that you have to do, what is the first thing that they say? When the oxygen um, mask comes down, put it on you first. You have to have it first. You have to receive life first in order for you to give it to somebody else. Yeah. So you got to be able to make time for self-care. And then the next thing I had to learn about my smile was to include my circle. Why do we think that we could be isolated and do stuff? We are people. God made us so that we could interact with one another, so that we could build one another, so that we can love one another. I don't care how much you have in your life. I don't care how educated you are. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how much God has poured into you. We all need the love and support from other people. Mm -hmm. We need people who are going to sharpen us. You need a circle that's going to rah-rah you and tell you, yes, girl, go do that. But you need a circle that's going to say, uh-uh, boo, that ain't it. Because we need to be sharpened. The word says that iron sharpens iron. Well, how are you going to be sharpened if you never want to hear that you need to improve in some areas? You need a circle that's real. You need a circle that love you enough to tell you no. You need a circle that pours into you. You need a circle that you can pour into. What is the value that you're giving to the people around you? What's the value that they're giving to you? See, I had to recognize that I needed, I needed to change up my circle. I 
needed to be with some ride or dies. I needed to be with some people who focus was on the same level as mine was. I needed to be with some people who was about doing and not about talking because these were the people that were going to motivate me. These were the people that were going to keep me. These were the people that I was going to be able to lock arms with. But I also needed a circle that was going to say, Shelly, you need to redo that. Shelly, you told me that this was your purpose and you're not hitting it. You need a circle that's going to say, boo, your head is getting a little big. You need to bring it down. But see, we don't want that kind of realism. We just want people that's going to pat us on our back. We want everything to be oh so positive that we're not realizing that there are things in life that are not positive. And sometimes that not positive is you. And you need a circle that's going to pull your coattail. You need a circle that's going to say, you need to go back to the drawing board because I know that there's more in you. There's more that can be pulled from you. Who is in your circle? Your circle needs to be able to strengthen you and show you the beauty of life. And you need to be able to do the same for them. I had to reevaluate my circle. And then I had to be open to learn something new. Sometimes we think we have everything that we need. But when you're climbing to different levels, when you're allowing God to take you to different places, then you need to be able to expand your mind to learn something new. Have you ever had the feeling of, or have you ever accomplished something that you thought that you couldn't do? Because let me tell you, I am terrible when it comes to technology. And people are always saying, don't say that, don't say that. No, I'm terrible when it comes to technology. If there's anything, especially if it's like more than two steps, I'm okay, I'm done for the day. So one day I was in my back office of something. I don't know what it was, but whatever it was, I was able to do it. And let me tell you, I was like, I'm dating myself, but I was butterfly. And I don't know if anybody know that dance. Okay. But you know, I'm dating myself a little bit, but I was getting my boogie on y'all because I did something because I was able to learn something. Sometimes you have to learn something new that's outside of you. And sometimes the new thing that you have to learn is what's in you. Mm -hmm. When I was going through my metamorphosis, I had to learn that I was broken, that I was hurting. I had to learn the new things that I wouldn't accept from people. I had to learn how to love myself. I had to learn how to accept a compliment. We talked about compliments earlier. I had to learn that everybody was not out to get me, but I had to learn. I had to learn these things. I had to learn how to judge new situations. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't have an ulterior motive, but I had to learn that. Some people just want to help you. Some people just want to love you. I had to learn that. Don't be afraid to learn something new about you. Don't be afraid to look at success differently. Don't be afraid to learn something new about your children. Don't be afraid to say my way was not the best way. Don't be afraid to learn from your children. My children have taught me so many things. But I had to be open and willing to learn it. We become better people when we give ourselves the opportunity to learn. Purpose is in your smile. If you're never willing to learn, how are you going to walk in purpose? If you're never willing to hear that maybe your idea isn't the best idea, how are you going to flourish? How's God going to use, use you to be able to position you in multi-million dollar companies when you can't listen? When you're always right, when you know everything, be willing to learn, learn something new, open your mind, even if that learning new is about you. Yeah. And then we have to be able to e extract the good. 
extract the good from the chaos. I get it. Again, life is filled with disappointments. Life is filled with hurts. Life is filled with pain. I understand. But somewhere in there, we can extract the good. Even if the good is, I learned not to to bump my head on that particular brick again. Give me a new brick to hit. (laughs) But I've seen that brick before, so I'm not going to hit that. What can you extract from that? I'll never forget one day when I was driving into work and I'm just sitting at the light, ain't bothering nobody. And a car hit me from behind. I was livid. I went from zero to a thousand in less than a millisecond. And so I pulled over with the driver and I'm pulling over and I'm so mad because I'm like, you have inconvenienced me. Now I have to be late for work. I have to just, so I'm going through all of these things because I'm so ticked off that somebody has hit my car. But you know what? Before I even got out of the car to approach the other driver, I said, let me rewind. Let me go back a little bit. Yes, somebody hit your car. Yes, you're going to be inconvenienced. Yes, you may have to take off work and it may even cost you some money to get the car fixed. Is anybody calling your family to tell them that you've been rushed to, to ICU? Is anybody calling your family to say, unfortunately, do you have a car that is undrivable? When I got out the car, the the um, the damage was so cosmetic, it, it, it was crazy. It was so minor. I said, can you start your car up? Can you continue to drive to work? Do you have your health? Is anything broken, Shelly? We have to learn how to reevaluate sometimes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We have to learn how to extract the good sometimes. I'm not saying that it wasn't worthy of me being upset. It was worthy of me being upset. So now be upset for those two minutes and let's extract the good. Let's start finding other ways. I could have remained bitter for the rest of my life because I was in a verbally abusive relationship. I could have remained mad. What good was that going to do me? You know the good that I extract from being abused by someone? Not the abuse itself, but the knowledge the knowledge of being able to say, I know what unhealthy looks like now. I know what toxic looks like and I'm more aware of that now. And I know who I am as a woman now. I know who I am as a person and I will never allow anyone to tear my being from me again. Should he have ever abused me? No, but I chose to take the power back and say, this is the woman who I am. And I will not be in this particular position again because I recognize the toxicity. Mm -hmm. You can take and extract the good from the worst of your moments. If we forever live in the tragedy, if we forever live in the negative, if we forever live in in the, the discomfort, we will never find the beauty of who we are. Yes. I'm not saying that the person was right. I'm not saying the situation was right. I'm not saying that you don't have a right to be pissed off for life. What I'm saying is, who will you allow to control who you are? Mm-hmm. Will it be you or will it be the negativity? Will it be you or will it be the things that harmed you? The purpose of who you are, the purpose of your being, your purpose, who God has created you to be, is in your smile. 
It's in how you talk to yourself, what you believe about yourself, what you say about yourself. It's in you making time for yourself to develop who you are, to love who you are, to engage with who you are. It's you understanding who your circle is and who's there to lift you and build you. Your purpose needs people. We can't do it alone. It's in you being able to open your mind and your heart to learn something new. Even if that learning is about you and who you are and the person you're creating and your ability to be able to extract the good. Your purpose is in your smile, ladies. Who you are is in your smile. Who you've been created to be and the purpose that you will walk out. Generations are waiting for you to step out in purpose with your smile and to change the trajectory of the things around you. My question to you today is, will you walk in your purpose? Will you discover your smile? Will you allow God to mold you and create you into the person that he has called you to be? Because your purpose is in your smile. Your ability to speak life into yourself, make time for yourself, include your circle, learn something new, and extract the good. My name is Shelly Mache, and I thank you for this time to be able to interact and communicate with you. Let's stay connected. You can go on to my website, which is www.shellymache.com, and you can download my ebook, Five Daily Happiness Habits, for free. It is a $47 value that I love being able to give to women for free. And let's stay connected um, on social media. I'm on Instagram at Shelly Mache, and ladies, Thank you again for taking some time to allow me to come before you today. Absolutely beautiful. Wow. I'm going to arrange with Shelly off air to give you guys a gift. And I'm going to pick out one lucky person in my meet and greet um, coming up in June uh, to share for Shelly to speak with that person for 15 minutes and that him or her or something for free in the meet and greet. But I'll talk to Shelly of that off air. But yes, ladies for coming on. Any final word? How can they reach you again? Shelly, Renee, Amy, uh, Ada, Kenya, Udali, uh, talk to the people. Yes. Well, you can. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking where they can reach me. <laughs> in terms yeah. of connect with you, I should say. Connect with you. How can they connect? Spell with your you? last name, please. Spell your yes. last name. Sure. Yes. My last name is M E. C-H-E-T-T-E. And I have two E's in Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. So you can go to my website where you can get that um, that ebook and that will put you on my email list and where I, I give tips, where I give encouragement, yes. where I give tools. And oh, so I goodness. give all of that. Also on there, there's a resource that you can go to and I have a free video up on how to discover your purpose without frustration. So you can also download that video. And if anyone ever wants to connect with me, I also do, um, I do breakthrough moments where we could get on the phone and talk about how to set up your goals for purpose and how to begin walking in purpose and creating a personalized purpose plan. Okay, just spell your name again. It's sure. M E. Uh huh. My first name is S H E L L E Y, and mm-hmm. Mache is spelled M E C H E T T E. It's okay. a lot of E's going on in there, ladies. A lot of E's. <laughs> <laughs>
thank you very much for your presentation. Fabulous. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. Before I end the recording, let me just say thank you so much, ladies, for coming on. Despite of the schedule, despite the little technical glitches. Um, let me just say the one thing, you know, I mean, whenever I have a glitch, my guests, they just don't get disappointed. They just stay with me and, you know, ensure that I'm, I'm sorted out. And I really appreciate that. I've never had a guest, you know, barking and say, hey, you better sort yourself out here. So I really appreciate it. And remember, guys, life is a journey. Live good, love God. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel good. Enjoy Women's Day. Hi to all ladies around the world. My name is John Adoy. I'm wishing you a great, happy, and blissful International Women's Day. I pray that the Lord will give you the strength to achieve all your set goals. Happy International Women's Day once again. Hey guys, this is Mikure Tulanabasi all the way from Pakistan and here on the behalf of my country, I just want to wish you guys Happy International Women's Day. Thank you. Hi, this is Sean Oliver here and I'd like to wish everyone a very happy International Women's Day. <laughs>